This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, happy Saturday, one and all. Welcome to uh, the Betting the Ponies podcast brought to you by Bet Rivers. Mark Malusis, Brian Monzo with you. We've got uh, three big stake races up at Saratoga on this Saturday. We've got the Arlington Million down at Colonial Downs, and uh, we'll get into that as well. Uh, one of the favorites, even though it's not in Arlington Park any longer since that park is closed and that track is closed. What's going on, Mons? Happy weekend, brother. Yeah, this is a, a race that we've had a history of playing together. We've had some success. We've had some failures. We've had joint exactas, and we had the pizza man edge out Big Blue Kitten down the stretch. So hope to combine and find you either an exacta or, if we're on the same horse, give you the winner of the Arlington Million. Yeah, we had uh, – I, I, you know, I used to – the Arlington Million, historically speaking, great turf race, John Henry, um, the Apache – who I had, who got taken down, crossed the finish line first, who I love, trained by the great Michael DeCock, uh, coming out of South Africa. Um, but uh, unfortunately, uh, he got taken down your horse. I think Chad Brown's horse got put up that day, right? Uh, was it something resolution? Uh, yeah, uh, it was a kitten horse. But yes, it was a, it was a wild finish. Wild know. finish. Interference late. Anyway, I love the Arlington Million. It's great. Even though last year they ran at Churchill Downs, it was uh, not that great because the turf course was an absolute disaster at that stage. But uh, hopefully down at Colonial Downs, they got a pretty good card uh, later on today at Colonial Downs as well, highlighted by uh, the Arlington Million. And we've told the story on the podcast before that race where the Apache won or looked like you won, crossed the finish line first, and you're gloating, and then I text you that there's an inquiry, and Regal uh, Solution. Wasn't it Regal Solution? Uh, real Solution. Real, real solution. solution. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, we had a conversation back and forth. And the stupid thing, and we do this pretty consistently now, is when we like two horses, we box. And we weren't doing this on this level yet as far as podcasting it and you know touting picks. But um, would have been a hell of an exacto to play it. Because uh, Real Solution wasn't the favorite. The Apache, I don't believe, was the favorite either. Uh, and we had that race 1-2. And we've done a pretty good job of doing that in this podcast. So I hope to keep that trend going. And just a couple of things I want to touch on. The Saratoga meet, which is the best meet in the year, the rain has been ridiculous. I mean, we, it's, it's taken so many races off the grass, which I love. Um, you know, you're getting makeup races. And then, don't want to touch on this too long, but just an awful scene last week of Maple Leaf Mel, um, a horse with a lot, of, a lot of talent. She was certainly carving her way into being one of the best uh, dirt runners, sprinters in this country, and just uh, an awful scene moves. Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, the you know, and and we've been uh, hitting you with podcasts right here on betting the ponies almost every day. Uh, but the last couple of days we haven't uh, because the there have been uh, really bad fields, bad cards, and a lot of races off the turf. So it's been hard to kind of navigate, and it's a shame. Last year they had a pretty uh, dry summer 
uh, you know, up north in New York and, and this year, just like it has been in the Northeast and, you know, in some parts of the country as well, as well it's been a really wet summer. So that's wreaked havoc on, on what has been and what really you and I believe is, uh, you know, the best meet of the year, which is uh, up in uh, beautiful Saratoga. So it's a shame. Um, no doubt about Maple Leaf Mel. Tragic, horrific. Never see anything like it. Um, it's a shame. Obviously, heart go heart goes out to the horse. All the human connections of Maple Leaf Mel because um, they're an unbelievably talented sprinter uh, owned by uh, the former Giant head coach Bill Parcells. Yeah, right, I, let's get into it. The yeah. before and hope to never see it again. Absolutely correct. Uh, let's get into it. Let's start uh, down at Colonial Downs, and that is uh, the Arlington Million. Uh, it's a Grade One affair. Uh, mile and a quarter on the outer turf down at Colonial Downs. Post time is 6.40 Eastern time tonight. Uh, you have a field of 11 that are going to go postward, including the winner from last year's rendition, Santine, who's breaking from post 11, 8-1 to one on the morning line, who won the Arlington Million uh, last August at Churchill Downs. Monzo, where did you land in the Arlington Million? So there's a, a couple of races, a couple of horses in this field. Um, with some pretty decent speed. The seven, strong quality, uh, has shown a lot of speed in the past. Atone, who's been short in a lot of races, uh, and I don't get that, uh, certainly flashes speed uh, when he has to. And the inside horse, Strong Tide, has a, a history of showing some speed. So um, this isn't New York, where, where they, they're allowed to crawl on the lead. So I'm going to make a play thinking that there's going to be some competition up front, and it's going to be a pretty honest pace. Uh, and the horse I like, and listen, I respect set piece. She's beaten me. I won with her, uh, with him rather. Uh, Drew, the A rider for set piece, has done a really good job. Cox knows how to really place his horses. I like the horse just inside. Next, never explain. Sixth one on the morning line for Shug, and I think this is the horse that sits that perfect trip off speed, where uh, the rider's going to have this horse one or two lengths off, top of the stretch, make a nice move and battle down the stretch. And I just think that it's going to be too much work for horses like set piece and deep closers, even like rock emperor uh, to make up masterpiece as well, who won't be as far back at, you know, who consistently is up and down where this horse is three lengths back or 10 lengths back. But I think never explain is going to sit the perfect trip. I don't mind the two post uh, really good form uh, has moved around with jockeys a little bit, but this jockey, I really like Shemino. So well, I don't even know if I'm saying his name, right. But I've had success with that rider. I've seen what he can do. He kind of reminds me of Flavio and Pratt. Always gives your horse a chance. Sixth one on the morning line for never explain. I'll use set piece defensively underneath. But are you using a horse that's six to one defensively? I'm just trying to get a price. So the two, three exact, the two never explain is my top pick. Yeah, we're on the same horse, uh, amazingly enough. Um, yeah, I, I think I think there's a reason why Sugar's uh, rolling – uh, this five-year-old out of street sense back after running, you know, third beaten by two lengths, the channel maker in the Bowling Green uh, up at Saratoga. Fourth start off of the layoff, has never run at Colonial Downs, has never run at the distance, but we're also not talking about a horse that is is the morning line favorite, um, is continuously just getting better uh, when you look at it. Um, you know, is running grade threes, grade threes. The last race was being a grade two. Um, I agree with you. I, I think there's enough speed and and I think Never Explained does sit the trip. Um, I think the the fact that, you know, it's not Luis Saez aboard, uh, that that's going to only add to the price of Never Explained as well. Uh, in the Arlington Million, I was looking for a little bit of a price. 
Um, you know, I respect set piece. There's no doubt. Um, you know, he's, he's kind of answered all the calls, the seven year old for Brad Cox. Um, I think obviously he can win the race. Uh, I was looking outside. I think catnip with Brian Hernandez from Michael Stidham, uh, is in really, really good form. Uh, ran well in the United Nations, uh, losing the therapist that day. Uh, and you had the, the long shot winner therapist that afternoon. I think catnip is interesting, breaking from post eight. I think Adamo uh, at 10 to one on the morning line, Chad Brown, Flavion Pratt flies down to Colonial Downs for this race. I think Adamo is one uh, coming off the long layoff, uh, has run well decently uh, in the past, fresh. Uh, especially when you look at that race at the fairgrounds, first race coming over from France and Europe for Chad Brown. Um, but I, I landed on the same horse, never explained in the Arlington Million, going to go for a little bit of a price and maybe catch it with Claude McGay, with Shug McGay. Well, if, what I would tell the viewer, the listeners, the viewers, if you're looking for an opportunity, and one of the things you and I have talked about, why we love horse racing, and a lot of the great handicappers, Brad Thomas, who you're here with Mike, you could bet a little bit of money like literally 50 cents and make a lot of money. And I think based on the prices of these horses, there's certainly an opportunity. Because if you think Never Explain is going to win this race, you know, and you play a trifecta and you don't box the trifecta, but you play a one, two, three trifecta with Never Explain on top, two or three horses in that second spot, set piece, a tone, whomever you like, and the field, and you get a bomb shot in third, which is not unlikely in this field, because there's a lot of good horses that I think have some value. You could make me turn twelve bucks into like five hundred bucks, and I don't think that's without, you know. I think there's a better chance of that happening than a cold exact of the three top choices. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's not some unbelievable European uh, that is in the Arlington Million later on tonight at Colonial Downs. It's going to be you know one to five or six to five, four to five, whatever it might be. It's going to be odds on in the race. I think it's really a wide open race. Um, I think the fact that set piece is six to one on the morning line for Florent Giroux and Brad Cox, uh, as consistent as the son of Dane Hill has been, uh, tells you all you need to know about how wide open this race is. But you and I are both on the the number two never explain for Shug McGahey rolling back on short rest coming out of a, a nice showing in the Bowling Green on July 30th up at Saratoga. All right, let's move up to Saratoga. Hold on. Let's let's just, just to – throw another notch into that like if you look at the longest i think the longest shot in this field is win for the money the 10 horse uh owned by the ramses by the way um one is you know won the last two from mark cassie's winning at 31 percent basically runs the same kind of trip that never explained wins not as fast but a little bit of improvement would it be impossible for win for the money who's no to, to finish third no so I, I think it's a great opportunity to make some money, especially on the back end of a trifecta. All right, let's get to it up at Saratoga. Good point, Mons. Uh, the seventh race, uh, five and a half furlongs on the turf. Hopefully the, the Galway for $150,000 remains on the turf. Uh, you have a field of 10 that going to go postward. Love reigns for Wesley Ward and Joel Rosario, five to two on the morning line, coming off a victory in the limestone. Um, who do you like in this one, Mons? Not an overwhelming amount of speed in a short uh, sprinting turf race. Um, and I've historically said I love closers in these races, especially closers that draw to the outside. Going against the grain here a little bit, I like the nine stone silent. Uh, I'm going to call it as close to lone speed in one of these races I've seen in a long time. I like the price, four and a half to one, nine to two on the morning line. 
Asmussen's not been overwhelmingly hot at Saratoga, but really outside of Linda Rice, no one's been dominant. Uh, I like the way Santana's riding. I like the way he rides in these sprint races. I understand Love Reigns is going to be short, but the horse hasn't run since April. Stone Silence running every three weeks now, which is what you want to see. Um, I think at 9-2 to two is a much better bet than Love Reigns at 5-2. to two. I think this horse is going to get the lead, say, try and get me. He's grinded out some wins in the past. She's grinded out some wins in the past. I think she's going to be very live at 9-2 at to two on the morning line, lone speed, outside speed in one of these very short but very exciting turf races. All right, second race of the day. Um, I'm going with my second six to one shot. I landed on the four love appeals. Manny Franco for Christophe Clement. Second race off of the layoff. Ran uh, down in Monmouth last. Uh, was the the post post time favorite in that race. Ended up running third. Uh, beaten by a neck on a close finish right at the wire. Has worked well since. Um, a nice work on July 28th up at Saratoga, then followed that with a nice work August 5th, 16th best out of 67 four furlongs at 48 and four. Um, I just think love appeals. If I if I go back to the fact that I think he's going to get better second star off the layoff. Uh, I don't think the distance is really the issue. And if I go back to that race, April 27th at Saratoga, I know that was six furlongs. Today it's five and a half. Um, I like that trip and that open claiming uh, 62,000 non-winners other than event uh, in which sat just off the pace, able to get the jump and came uh, came romping home. Love the fact that Franco, I know you're not a huge fan of, and not the, obviously the most talented jockey up in Saratoga Colony, uh, but I love the fact that Franco has familiarity with the horse, hops on aboard the, the, the daughter of Spitestown, give me the four love appeals. Uh, if you lost money on her, down in Monmouth on July 15th. I think you're going to make that money back later on this afternoon up at Saratoga. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And one thing about Manny Franco is he is a tough jockey and he knows where to place his horses in the race. So if his idea is to just raid off the speed, which is that outside horse, he's going to certainly give that horse any and every chance to win that race. Yeah, and you got to give some love. I mean, Love Reigns is the deserved morning line favorite for Wesley Ward, Joel Rosario. Um, has had a lot of breaks in her running form, the daughter of U.S. Navy flag. Uh, but the five and a half furlongs, obviously three for five at the distance, one for one at Saratoga. Uh, and Love Reigns, I don't think there's any way uh, that, that the gates open up where she's anywhere close to five to two. All right, let's go to the eighth race at Saratoga later on this afternoon. Six and a half furlongs. It is the Saratoga special, a grade two event on the dirt. Uh, six and a half furlongs. A small field of six uh, going post-word Mons, but the question is, can you find anybody to beat the six rhyme schemes four to five on the morning line for Norm Cassie and Ricardo Santana? And we're talking about a four to five morning line favorite on a horse that uh, in debut off at six to one, loses by nine lengths, comes back at over eight to one and, and absolutely romps the field, the 10 horse field and puts up a 94 buyer second out. It goes from 52 to 94 as far as the buyer speed figures. Um, that's insane. And, and that's seemingly unexpected by the betters based on the odds uh, in that race. So I have to just, I think the smart thing to do, now if you're playing multi-race wagers, you have to use rhyme schemes. It, doesn't, it would be stupid not to. I think you have to play against, especially at such a short price. And if you're, you have to almost expect the horse to, uh, What's the word? Is it regress? Oh, it's a, it's the high heavens. Right. Is it regress or digress? Or is it neither? 
regress. I would expect the six to regress a little bit. Now, look, does a regression to an 85 buyer still win this race? It might. Uh, I like the five horse at a five who, you know, it was really tricky for me to really put a line through the four and the five because I like the fact that the four closed and sat off a, a little bit of a slower pace in one of these sprint races than Edify did. But I like Rosario in this spot. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he even tries to go to the lead, which, you know, maybe is not always the smartest thing. But I think this horse is going to get better. Uh, I like the works up at Saratoga. I like the price. I love the pedigree. Uh, I, I'm not sure if this is we're looking at a big bomber moving forward. I watched the debut, and it reminded me of Disarm. And I know Disarm's been a little bit of a letdown, but it's a horse that runs every time. I think Edify's going to run a good race. I think you're going to get seven to two because I think money's going to be on the six rhyme schemes, uh, and I'm going to take my chance there. Number five, Edify, top pick in this race. Yeah, I landed on the four hole. Pletcher, Rosario, coming out of uh, the nice – I read. With the Irad Ortiz. I said Irad, didn't I? You uh, said Rosario. Oh, Rosario. I'm sorry. Irad Ortiz. Uh, for top Pletcher, uh, I loved Army Mule as a sprinter. Got hurt, retired way too early, out of freezing fire. Um, I just think improves off the five and a half for a long victory out at Belmont on July the 9th, uh, in which he was the odds-on favorite that day and and won like an odds-on favorite. Uh, you know, three wide, edge clear, um, kind of sitting off it, showed classy. They spent $260,000 on this horse. Um, I think it's a horse, like when you compare it, Edified is set for longer distance down the line. Not saying that Edified can't win later on today. I think Rhyme Schemes is going to bounce to the high heavens. Uh, you can't have, you can't go out there and have a 42-point buyer speed figure advantage or jump from the opener at Churchill Downs then to Ellis Park, who, by the way, inside speed has been really, really good at Ellis Park. It was some of those days when they decided to move uh, everything from Churchill Downs to Ellis Island. To Ellis Park, I, I think I think he bounces to the high heavens. I agree with you. I think it's between the four or the five. I'll take the horse where I think it's um, bred a little bit more um, f- precociously uh, for sprinting, and that being the the son of Army Mule as compared to the son of Tappet. Don't discount Asmussen and Rosario. Obviously, coming out a, a really nice effort at, at Ellis as well. Um, you know, ran a, a respectable sixty nine buyer speed figure. I just think Hall does improve. I'll take the three to one on the morning line, the second choice on the morning line. Uh, I don't think Rhyme Schemes, I'll, I'll give you a bold prediction. I don't think Rhyme Schemes finishes in the exacta. I think you're looking at um, a four or five exacta. The other one that I would look at at trying to get into the exacta as well would be the two Market Street, who ran really well at Ellis, came back, regressed a little bit at Saratoga. Tremendous work. Um, on the 1st of uh, August at Saratoga, best out of 16, uh, 47 and 1 uh, for Dwayne Lucas Torres. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Market Street outruns his odds at 10 to 1 on the morning line. Yeah, I absolutely love that 4 to 5 exact box. So our top horse is Hall edified. That's going to be a big play for me. All right, let's go to the ninth, which is the four star Dave, a mile on the inner turf, Emmanuel, full screen. My C Cottage for Mark Cassie. Annapolis at 8-5 to five on the morning line. So high. Our buddy Casa Creed, Ice Chocolat. Uh, the field of seven. Uh, and your favorite right now is uh, the horse that we made a lot of money on in the Kelso. And that being Casa Creed went off at, you know, 5-2 to two that day. 7-5 uh, to five on the morning line this afternoon. 
this one's a mile on the turf, post time 544. Who do you have in the four-star Dave Mons? Yeah, we've done a really good job of picking Casa Creed with some value. And he's always presented a lot of value, and he's always performed, and he's always run well. He's getting the respect on the morning line now, uh, and unfortunately, that's going to sway me elsewhere. Um, I expect him to run his race. Very likely winner. Luis Saez always gives this horse a chance. He always makes the right move. Um, but listen, the one critique you can make of Casa Creed, even though he's been good, is we don't believe he's a true miler. I don't think, you know, we, his bread and butter is sprinting. And that's where he's excelled and become a dominant force. Now he's had some success, success in this race. Um, I'm going back to Annapolis in this race, who I'm not saying that Costa Creed didn't run a better race than Annapolis last out. Costa Creed was ridden better and he got the first jump and that made all the difference in the world. I'm going to think that Pletcher is going to make Irad very aware of that and to look out for that. And Annapolis, who I'm not saying is better than Casa Creed, I think presents a little more value in this race and is considered a miler. So my top pick is going to be Annapolis, who I think is going to sit a good trip, make sure Casa Creed doesn't get the jump on him, and uh, that's going to be my top pick. I know 8-5 to five is not well, exactly. Let me ask you this question. We're going off the morning line right now, and I'm, I think Casa Creed's going to win the race. So that's going to be my selection. Um, at 7-5 to five on the morning line, I, I think he – I don't think he needed to win the last race. Obviously, you you're, you handicapped it brilliantly in mean, post-race um, in terms of got the jump. Luis Saez got the jump on Annapolis, and uh, and that's why he won the race. And he's a really classy seven-year-old uh, for our buddy Lee and Mike Francesa and uh, out of uh, Billy Mott. Here's the question, though. Say later on today, odds get posted. Annapolis is six to five, and Casa Creed is two to one. Are you betting Casa Creed or are you staying with Annapolis? Oh, I'm betting Casa Creed. <laughs> okay. I'm making my, 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 my so announcement. You're going to let the odds board lead the way. I, well, right now, if, if, you know, but I also think people have, are catching on the Casa Creed. You know, even though the horse is seven and he's done ridiculous things, we've been saying for a long time he never gets the respect uh, on, the, on the board. He never does. Uh, now I think he's going to. I think the morning line is going to dictate that as well. Um, and he deserves it. He's, you know, he's probably the best horse in the field. I like Annapolis in this race. I think he's going to run well. I also like the one Emmanuel, who I really liked in the dinner party two back. We both did, uh, and and never explained who beat us that day. Who we picked in the Arlington Million uh, got that race. Came back in the in the poker. We bet against him like idiots. Bet Ches Pierre, and, and comes back and wins that race. So I think this is an open field. I don't think it's going to be as easy for for Costa Creed. But look, Casa Creed's your likeliest winner. He's probably the best horse in the field. But I think at a short price is the time you have to play against him. That's all. I got you. Um, I, I think he wins the race. I mean, I, I, I do. Um, I could understand with Annapolis. I can understand where you're going to look at it and say, well, the odds boards is going to lead the way. Those are going to be the two betting favorites. You got to show a little bit of love to Emmanuel as well. Uh, even though 0 for 1 at Saratoga, 1 for 2 at the distance. Coming off a little bit of the lay, uh, layoff, had her, um, I should say, had him in the poker in June. Um, that was one of my actually winners on, on Belmont Stakes Day. Uh, so I liked Emmanuel that day, ended up winning the grade three poker at a mile on the turf. Um, I think you got to show him a little bit of love at three to one on the morning line, but I'm all over uh, Casa Creed 
the six at seven to five. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he's the second choice when the gates open later on this afternoon at Saratoga. I would love that. I would love that. It would sway my, my betting situation. Uh, I'm going to be rooting for him. I, I yeah. love Tom Reed, you know, so it's, uh, you know, it, it's not a, I have to look at it from a, what gives me the best opportunity to make money with my bet. And if Costa Creed is four to five with, with the quality, it's not like he's four to five and the rest of the field sucks. You know, he's, you know, no, I'll be surprised if he's that kind of favorite. Oh, I know. Um, this is not me ripping. You know, I love. Costa no, no, I understand you're not. No, but we're horse players. So you're looking for value. Right. So yeah, would I throw him out of exactly? Like Obviously not. Would I throw him out of a track? No, I would not. And I'm not, you know, he's like you said, the likeliest winner. There. Yeah, I think he is. Don't worry. No, he, it's all good. I get it. We're, we're horse players, so that's that is what it is. So there you have it. Your best bet of the day today on Saturday is what, Mons? Oh, in the Arlington, never explained. Love the race. Never explained. Um Yeah, I would agree with that. I think I think I think it's a really good day at Colonial Downs later on this afternoon. Looking forward to it. Um and I'll go with you as well. Shug's horse never explained in the Arlington million. All right, Mons. The next yeah. time we do a podcast, you will I mean, I'm not sure when it, it will probably be some point next week, but you know, you will be here in Florida and you will get, you know, we will have betting the ponies live from Disney. I'll be, I'll be down in Orlando. I'll be in your neck of the woods. I'm coming down on Monday. I can't wait. My kid is speaking back to me. As Listen. <laughs> uh, can we edit that out of the podcast? Yeah, or you no, can we'll leave that in. It's part of, part of this. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll be down there on Monday. The happiest place on earth, Disney World. I can't wait. Can't wait. Moose sweating profusely from Disney. Make sure to like and subscribe. Betting the Ponies podcast. Good luck with all your plays for Monzo Amalusis. It's Betting the Ponies brought to you by Bet Rivers. Thanks for listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network.